You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. A group of Democratic lawmakers are urging U.S. regulators to investigate whether billionaire investor Carl Icahn used his role as an advisor to the White House to gain unfair trading advantages in the market for renewable fuel credits. Senator Elizabeth Warren and other senators asked agencies, including the Securities and Exchange Commission and the Environmental Protection Agency, to review whether Icahn engaged in insider trading on manipulated markets. Our guest is Robert Hockett, professor at Cornell University Law Law School. Bob, according to the letter released Tuesday, the senators say there's troubling publicly available evidence that ICON, who's the majority owner of CVR Energy, may have influenced policy decisions that gave him a $50 million, quote, impossible profit on a massive bet on renewable fuel credits. Can you explain that and what the evidence is? Right. So the idea is really simple, right? The thought is, the, the claim is that, okay, look, uh, Carl Icahn was able to buy certain financial instruments on the cheap, right? Um, and uh, that basically, well, a, a better way to put this is he was able to buy financial instruments on the cheap that amounted to bets on energy prices coming down. And they're claiming at the same time that he had very good reason to know that energy uh, prices would come down because he had been in the White House advising the president to adopt certain policies that would almost inevitably have that effect. So their claim is that um, he was in, he was situated in such a way as he could have done that. He would have been able to do that. Um, and so in consequence, there should be uh, an investigation to see whether he did. Well, Bob, is that illegal? If he did? That would definitely be illegal. It would definitely be illegal if he were to do it. I mean, that would be classic insider trading. The question is whether he actually did. So they're they're urging the investigation because they think there's at least some sort of evidence on the surface that that might have happened, and they're saying that it's uh, it's it's possible enough that it warrants investigation. And is is it classic insider trading? Is there also manipulation of the markets involved? Well, I mean, if he, I mean, the only reason, the only way you would call it manipulation would be if he attempted to induce the president into adopting these policies specifically in order to be able to trade on the price movements, right? That would be manipulation. If, on the other hand, he, you know, thought it would be good policy and it looked to him as though the president was sort of buying what he was saying and then decided to trade on it because he thought, well, now there's an elevated likelihood that the prices will come down, then it would just be classic insider trading rather than manipulation. But it's, it's basically six and six or one, half a dozen of the other, same sort of thing. Well, but, you know, isn't this, couldn't you see this just as an attack on the president using, you know, a prominent person as an advisor who knows a lot about the energy market? I mean, is, is it possible here that what we've really got is just the Democrats 
going after someone because it's politically advantageous, but there's really nothing untoward about him advising the president? Yes, I mean, it certainly could be that. Um, and, and what would decide whether it is or isn't that is really what kind of evidence there actually is out there to the effect that um, that Mr. Icon might have done this, right? If the evidence is really thin and it's just sort of a speculative claim, if it's just a sort of a speculative claim to say, oh, you know, he might have done this, then it could be viewed as a kind of politically motivated attack, a kind of a, uh, a sort of impugning of the, of the character of, of one or the other of those gentlemen. But if, on the other hand, there is something substantial there, then, you know, there is reason to investigate. And I myself, I just don't actually know how substantial or otherwise the evidence that Senator Warren is going on is. I mean, she's uh, obviously a very conscientious public servant, doesn't tend to shoot from the hip. She usually doesn't tend to go after something unless she has a so-called smoking gun or at least some smoke. But, you know, again, I don't know the particulars of the evidence that she has in this case to sort of be able to weigh in one way or the other on whether she has, you know, really good solid evidence or whether she's just kind of blowing smoke. I just I just don't know. Bob, Warren and the and other senators have previously asked the White House counsel and other regulators to look into ICON's role as a special advisor to President Donald Trump, saying that there are conflicts of interest and nothing has happened. Are these agencies more likely to do some investigating? Uh, it's certainly not looking that way. Um, and now that Mr. Comey has just been fired, I suppose that could be viewed as another oh, signal yes. to the effect that um, uh, uh, investigating the administration itself is um, is not an immediately welcome move, let's say, on the part of, of the agencies involved. If, on the other hand, you know, if Republicans in Congress, in addition to Democrats in Congress, began calling for things like this, then, of course, the politics would change a bit. Uh, and you could imagine the uh, the appropriate agencies, including the DOJ, uh, taking a little bit more seriously uh, the potential need uh, to sort of inquire further. So if they are going to inquire further, Bob, what would the process be? How would this actually work as an investigation? Well, the first thing they would do it, it would be to look carefully at what trades uh, Mr. Icon himself had engaged in, or what trades people close to him, right, his agents uh, or family members or friends or whatever had engaged in. And then if they noticed a pattern, right, if it looked as though there was a sudden um, uh, increase in sales or purchases of, of particular securities whose values were correlated significantly with energy prices, then they might look to the timing of Mr. Icon's visit to the White House, right, and say, all right, look, was it the case that, you know, he was in the White House on this day, apparently talking about energy policy, and then, you know, within 24 hours, there was a, a sudden, you know, spike in trades on energy-related securities by Mr. Icon himself or people closely associated with him. That's the kind of pattern evidence they would look for uh, at first, right? And then if there was something interesting, uh, if there was an interesting pattern that were to uh, emerge, then they would sort of dig even deeper, and they might even start issuing subpoenas. But I think at this point, we're a long way from that. What but the senator said in the letter was the net result of what ICON did, which was buying some of these before the election, was a $50 million windfall for CVR and Mr. ICON. One analyst described this windfall as impossible. No one has ever done anything like this. You're essentially betting that you really believe there's a strong pop probability the government will make a change for the biofuels program. So that... So th that does sound yeah. like it's 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 a, a hazardous bet. 
It really depends. I mean, the thing is, it, it's not. It, it's. I think it wouldn't be that difficult. It seems to me to guess uh, after election day, or maybe on the basis of polling data, even before election day, to guess that Mr. Trump might end up taking office, and then to guess that once he did, he would scrap all sorts of regulations that the Obama administration has been promulgating. Right. Um, and in particular, it wouldn't be that difficult to guess um, in an educated fashion that there would be significant changes to energy policy. So it wouldn't necessarily then be a windfall. It could be, you know, a, a relatively smart and plausible uh, bet. On the other hand, it would be altogether different if you happened to know in advance that you would be being uh, actually uh, uh, sort of solicited by Mr. Trump for your advice. And if you knew that you were actually an influential advisor to people like Mr. Trump, uh, and then you were betting on the basis of that, right? That, okay, I'm betting that um, I've heard he's going to ask me advice. Uh, I'm betting he'll take a lot of it. I'm betting in turn that that will have an effect on energy prices. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and speculate um, indirectly on energy prices. Then you might have something a little bit more like insider trading, right? Because you've got inside information that other people don't have, right? Uh, at least in insofar as you know precisely what you're going to be advising Mr. Trump on, whereas the outside world might know that you're advising Mr. Trump, but they might not know the specifics of what you're advising him on. And in that case, you've got inside information that other people don't have, and you're not allowed to trade on that. Bob, you know, th this call for an investigation is happening at the same time. A lot of Democrats are asking questions about the ethics of things like Ivanka Trump promoting her right. book. And the mm -hmm. Kushner family doing business in China and mentioning mm -hmm. that the president is a key decision maker on investment visas and assorted mm -hmm. other ethical questions. And now, of course, we have mm -hmm. uh, the firing of of FBI Director James Comey. Comey. Yeah. Uh, you know, is this part of a does does this feel sort of like a part of a concerted def democratic effort to paint a picture of an ethically troubled White House? Well, it, it might be a concerted effort to paint a picture, but it might also be viewed as a concerted effort to uh, reveal a picture, right? I mean, it's not as though this is all being fabricated by the Democrats, right? I mean, it, it is the case that there are these connections, and it is the case that these business interests are continuing to be pursued, notwithstanding the fact that people are in the White House. Whether that means the Trump administration is going to be the next uh, William Howard Taft administration is you know, still open to question. It's not clear yet. But there, you know, I think reasonable minds can uh, it, you can be reasonable and not just a witch hunter uh, in suspecting that we've got something kind of in the nature of a tax type administration uh, forming here. But I think it's also possible, at least at this point, it's still possible uh, to see to find innocence in, in all of this. Uh, and I think the Democrats are saying, look, look, we're, we've we've kind of moved past the threshold now. We don't think it can any longer be uh, plausibly claimed that, this, that these are all sort of innocent connections. They might be wrong about that, but I don't think it would be fair to say that they're simply inventing this or fabricating it or trying to paint a picture that doesn't really have any paint behind it. Um, but uh, Icon is another unpaid special advisor to the president. Mm -hmm. There seem to be mm -hmm. many unpaid special advisors to the president in the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he's also looking to scrap a longstanding EPA rule about mm -hmm. that's key to enforcing the renewable fuel standard. Mm -hmm. how, how do you judge these unpaid special advisors and their various interests? Mm -hmm. Well, so the, the, the dark story, if it's the true one, would be that they actually are in a certain sense being paid, right? They're being paid with favorable policies that they're prevailing upon the president to adopt, right? Um, the 
the, the non-dark story, the sort of the, the happier story would be that, well, they just actually have bona fide public policy interests um, that, you know, certain policies be pursued and certain other policies not be. Uh, and that, you know, they're wealthy enough that they don't really have to be paid for the advice that they give. And they're just trying to, you know, be good citizens uh, using their expertise to advise the president. Um, I suspect that the truth is somewhere between those two uh, extremes. It might well be a little bit closer uh, to the, the dark story. That certainly seems to be what a number of the Democrats have decided is the case. Um, and it might very well turn out to be the case. I, I don't feel quite confident enough to say that definitively at this point, but I can certainly see why people might be beginning to be suspicious. Well, we shall see if these investigations come to be. Thanks so much, as always, for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Professor Robert Hockett of Cornell University Law School. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.